What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Barrel Up Podcast. My name is Doug Clark from Northern Baseball Training. And today I'm joined by 2023 WPF champion with the Texas Smoke. She's absolutely crushing it on social media. She's born and raised in Schwanksville, Pennsylvania, Anna Marie Bruni. How's it going, everybody? Thank you for having me, Doug. I appreciate it. No worries. Thanks for coming on. So I feel like so much has happened since we since we since our last time. call. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. I'm excited to get into all that. So let's just kind of um jump back because I think last time we chatted, you were you were just about to start with the mm-hmm. Texas Smoke. You had just gone through training. So um yep. let's just kind of talk about that your whole season. Cause uh, it was an awesome season for you, but let's just kind of start back from the beginning. Definitely. Yeah. It was a different experience for me. Um, you know, my first professional season and like, you know, we talked about last time I took two years off cause I was in nursing school um, and I didn't really know I was going to be playing professionally again. So I will say it was tough for me, like playing wise, like it was being in shape just for, you know, lifting and life and yeah. just, a normal person's completely different than playing shape and straight into a professional kind of, athlete shape. Correct. And you kind of take it like for granted in college, like you're put through the schedule given to you on a, like on a Sunday and you guys go through team lifts, you know, team stretching, team practice, and everything. And professionally it's all on your own. So like pro softball, you have nine months of an all season to train by yourself. And then in season, we don't even really practice like we had that one week where we all got together before season started and then you played games 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 like just straight through yeah and so my body ske- wasn't really ready for that <laughs> yeah looking at the schedule i'm like you guys like it's like a like a professional schedule you're playing every single day almost i feel like yes and it's tough when you don't have like the scheduled workouts like the time to really recover because you play three days in a row traveling on an off day and playing again for three days so i think the schedule was not the best like not everyone loved it but i was grateful to be able to put a uniform on every time so oh yeah you know, yeah it looked like you had a lot of fun i did i had the best time I had a great team uh we won the whole thing so you can't really ask for anything else there set um, the bar high yeah set the bar high like with the league with you know your first season playing i couldn't have asked for a better a better team to play for yeah that's awesome um well like, I know how busy your schedule was. What did your days look like? Like your game days, your travel days? Like, what was the daily schedule? Did you have time to work mm-hmm. out very much? Like, I imagine, like, your days were just yeah. probably full. So let's, let's kind of chat about that. So usually games were at nighttime. So we would wake up. We would have early hitting in the morning at, like, 9 o'clock-ish. So team hitting, we would hit at, um, like, an indoor place in Austin. And so that would be, like, a 30 to 45 minute session of hitting it was really quick maybe an hour if you get there earlier and do your you know pre-work then we would go home for lunch and so we had like time to rest recover almost pre-game and then I would always go in early for treatment because <laughs> I'm a grandma <laughs> I want to make sure I take care of my body so um not being able to like I think have more break as I was used to like playing a college schedule compared to a professional schedule I really took it seriously to like get my recovery and my you know mobility activation all in before we went on the field so i would head to the field early for treatment um and then we would all be in the locker room we'd have like a pre-game meal get ready for the field and we would just basically go to field and then you have like your warm-up that's on your own then we have full field like throwing to bases taking reps and then it's game time so that's nice. kind of how like it went yeah that's awesome how did uh how did you do personally? Like as a player, how did you do that season? So self-reflecting, I felt really strong in the outfield. 
I think that was like that to me, that one is easier than hitting. So yeah. uh, like mentally, I don't ever have like mental blocks in the outfield. I always am like, I can catch every single ball that comes yeah. to me. Or like I always have the mentality of, I hope this ball gets hit to me. So I thought I did very well defensively. Definitely. I've actually, this is not that weight matters in general, but like for me, I'm just, I've lost 10 pounds since season. Oh, so really? for me, that's huge because as a slapper, like, I need to be able to move quick. And as an outfielder, like I want to be quick. And I yeah. felt weighed down this season because right before last season, I was in Italy um, <laughs> for my bulking season. <laughs> it was bulk. I was like bulk central. I was like, <laughs> I am not moving the way I need to be moving right now. So my goal, like in this off season training had been to slim down just that way. I'm able to be lighter on my feet, be a little bit quicker. So yeah, I look, feel, look good, feel good right now. But in, this past season, I didn't feel as like quick and agile as do. Correct, and so I think for me that, and then also just not having enough of that those live reps um, on the offensive side, I didn't yeah. feel prepared as prepared as I should have, so you, as I you, would love to be when I'm playing. Yeah, because you had two years in between playing college and pro, right? That's Correct. a long time to not be seeing like consistent uh, live. I mean, this, yeah, right this game is all about consistency. So I'm a player that finds my confidence and my, my strong mentality in my preparation. So if I feel good at my prep and I know that I prepared for the game, when it comes game time, I just go, I just play. And I think where I lost a little bit was I was not as prepared in my, like what I want to do to feel prepared. And that that kind of leaked over into my approach at the plate. And that's kind yeah. of where you can get a little tough. So I don't think by any means I had like, I like had the worst season ever, yeah. but it's definitely not one that I hold my standard to of where I want to feel. And I'm not even basing it off stats. I'm basing it off of like a feel of like, yeah. was my mental approach consistent? Did I have like good, the good approach to even when, you know, I didn't get on base. Was it a good at bat? Like, if yeah. that makes sense. And so no. I think, that's kind of where I've geared my training to in this off season is like, let's be more consistent. Let's find my confidence and my swag and everything that way I'm here. And no matter what happens up or down in my playing, that's never going to change. I always feel yeah. good there. So that's kind of like my focus, but yeah, it wasn't like my favorite season of my right. own personal self. I think I'm, it makes me excited though, because it gives me an, a, a challenge to embrace moving forward and you know i'm putting the time in i'm putting um just like the game knows so if you put yeah. game rewards merit rewards merit game the game reward <laughs> i can't speak right now hold on the game rewards merit yeah so there like you go. You that put, sounds good yeah so that's kind of where i'm at with that yeah like any any time off like like any off season going into like your first couple of games for like well, just one off season is a lot but having yes. like two two full years off um mm-hmm. is a lot cuz i was going to ask you like what was your preparation this off season like compared to like last off season? Cause obviously now that you know what to expect, you didn't feel, you didn't feel right. You felt slower right. from balking in Italy, but yes. um, so like, what Half was your, what was your preparation? <laughs> yeah. What was your preparation um, like? So I would think, what is it? February. I would say this time last year is when like, I knew I was playing again. So like I've already been training since yeah. August. So for me, my, Training has looked like I, I kept a feel like I've been working on a lot of mechanical stuff and just working in the cages consistently from August ish, like to 
January. And then January 1st, I got on a consistent training schedule. Like I've been lifting and stuff and mm-hmm. doing all that from August to December. But now with Kim with Bats, we have um, our elite subscription with our app and other girls can get this too and baseball players as well but it's a professional program written by a professional coach so strength and conditioning and it's geared to you as a player so he has has stuff written out for like the younger kids like different age groups but for me he wrote a specific professional program that's geared to making me quicker like the compound movements that you see like with a rotational athlete. Yeah. So I've really, really enjoyed doing that strength and conditioning program. And that's kind of led over into my progress in the cages. I have felt really, really good timing wise. Um, just trusting my abilities more with my slapping, like being able to place a power slap and, you know, control a bounce slap. So I think the difference is one, I've gotten a lot more time. Like I had February till June last year and for two of those months i was in europe (laughs) so not really training and i try i I know i definitely like i found a picture around where i live i'm from pennsylvania so but it's a it was a high school girl who was committed she is committed to ohio state but you're not going to find pictures that are going to spin it like the competition and the girls that i'm playing against so yeah it's just being able to see speed see some spin um and like have live ABs where my approach is changing and my approach is consistent. Cause then, you know, you can hit off a machine all you want, Oh yeah. but if you don't have an approach, a ball's not getting put down the middle of the plate where you want it, you know? Yeah. So that's kind that's of like what, the change. Yeah. So I tell my guys all the time, like it doesn't matter how good your swing is like mechanically, like you could have the nicest swing in the world. If you don't have a good approach or a good mindset or your timing is off at the plate, it doesn't matter how nice your swing is if, mm-hmm. if none of that is locked in. So it's important just to, to work on all that stuff too. And at the level that, you, that you're going to be competing at. Because like right. obviously seeing like live at-bats at any speed is good. It's better. But you also want to be kind of, if you're jumping into the professional, which is like the highest level, you don't mm-hmm. want to be working with like, like high school pitchers, right? It, it is a different competition. Nothing, nothing away from taking away from her, but it also it's you. it's not professional. It just isn't, no. right? So, um, yeah, I think that that is super important to, to more game like stuff. So, what uh, what was it like living in Texas? Hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Hot. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I was thinking it was gonna be nice, but you couldn't even sit like on our off days. You can't even sit outside, like by the pool. No. It's so hot. Um, yeah, not, I wouldn't be down with that. Curve. So the turf was like 120. It was. Oh, really? Yeah, it was no fun. hesitation so, to dive for the ball then? I don't have a hesitation to dive on anything. Like yeah. my pictures, my picture days back in college, they like are on concrete. And I, one time I was like, I'll just do it <laughs> for the picture. And we got the best picture ever. Do it for the grab. Yeah, I had to. But yeah, no, okay. it, the turf wasn't the best. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, te- Texas is hot. I was just there. I did a camp with uh, Josh Cathcart in December, and okay. uh, obviously it's it's December, so it's not the same. But yeah, it was it was cool. It was the first time I've ever been to Texas. It's huge, and it's like it's uh everything's bigger it, in Texas. <laughs> that's what I guess. That's why they say it. I uh, yeah. it's so funny. Like me being from like small town, like northern northern British Columbia, Canada. Like we have like one freeway. And like you go there and it's like freeway, interstate. Like I got lost so many times, even with like Google Maps. I'm like, I don't know. There's like seven exits back to back and I just take the wrong one. I'm just doing loops everywhere. It's just. Yeah. And also Texas has the weird thing where like the one lane's the U-turn lane. Yeah. And then you're going back the other way and you're like, okay. 
Yeah. That was the wrong one. I messed up a few times on that one. <laughs> yeah. So what, what, what was your, like when you, when you signed with the smoke, like what was the, like the contract, like uh time frame? Like, did you sign like a one year deal? Is it like every year you sign a new deal? Was it like a three year? Like, what was it like? Like, like, are you going to, are you on the team this year? So I signed a one year deal. Yes. And so they'll do like contract extensions. So they're like continuing right now to work on the re-signings of everybody. So at the moment, supposed to be resigning so i should be in a texas smoke uniform next summer but there's a lot of background stuff going on i think they're just figuring out schedules and stuff yeah. with the lead um so that's kind of the time frame now but i'm doing my stuff i'm focused yeah and i'm locked looking in. forward to it again yeah locked in definitely i will that's be prepared sweet. i'll be prepared for whatever comes my way that's kind of you know that's my job so good are they are they always like just one year deals like does everybody just uh, sign one year deal? I think yeah. they do two-year deals, too. Anyone who gets drafted out of college, though, is that team that drafts them owns their rights for two years unless they make a trade agreement, I believe. Okay. You kind of mentioned it, and I kind of want to chat about it um, with uh, like all the brands and, and companies that you're working with, because you're working with so many, I feel like. Um, <laughs> I want to ask you about Camwood, because it, 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 yeah. it looks like it's like... It's more than just bats now. Like now, like you said, you're doing like workouts and a whole bunch of stuff. So let's just kind of talk about um, how you got involved with them, what you do, yeah. what you do with them, and and about and about like the workouts and, and the app and stuff like that. What what you do with them? Yeah, and it's actually good that we brought this up because this is like the biggest thing that we're working on right now is our app and our subscription. So yeah. I first originally got started with Camwood back in nursing school. So I had create a good little following and I was just, you know, doing my thing drills and stuff like that. And Wes had reached out to me. Um, who's the CEO Wes Holmes played in the bigs for 12 years and he and Trey work together. Trey's the owner, Wes is the CEO. And they're like, we're really looking like we've killed the baseball side, but we're really looking to grow softball. We want to grow the sport. We want to grow the softball platform. And you seem like a person who has great personality, a good reach, really is passionate about growing the game and we would love to have you kind of on our team. So that's how we kind of got into it. I at first thought it was just going to be like a company reaching out for paid for post type of stuff. Yeah, give me I'll... some free bats and that's it. Right. <laughs> but it was more than that. It's a family. So like, I yeah. feel like, family. but, um, so with Camwood, then, you know, now that I have my own bat with them as well, the AMB model bat. So that's like the first one of its kind. It's a wooden softball trainer that swings just like a softball bat. And the barrel is a smaller sweet spot because it's a wood bat. So yeah. it helps the softball athlete train barrel precision. Yeah. So that's like the Super big important. one. Very important. And it's a drop five. So it actually is also heavier, which in turn is going to increase their bat speed and power. But it feels like a drop eight because it has an extended knob. Okay. So is that what you guys the, swing? Is that drop eight? Is that what you guys swing? I swing at drop 10. So like, okay. it's just even better for me when I pick up yeah. my drop 10, I'm like freaking whipping that thing. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. So especially with slapping, like the barrel control stuff, I felt like all the camwoods of the heavier bats have helped me really be stronger with my elbows, fingertips of placing the ball and being yeah. able to do that. So, but yeah, so I um, got that bat with them and then we just continue to grow it. And at the end of the summer, we had decided or Trey had decided that, you know, like I want to this upcoming fall launch our app. He had been like thinking about doing an app with a subscription for like two plus years. But like, obviously I just came in within the last year. So he was like, we want to grow the softball side and baseball side, but make it where we can provide value and coaching 
virtually to anyone, like with our programs, because they had the 30 day bat speed program yeah. and stuff that you use with the camera bats. But we wanted to be able to provide more all aspects of the sport. So that's where I came into play of like almost recruiting the girls that I brought on to Camwood. So Sam Shaw, who was a awesome pitcher, hitter, bat flip queen from Oklahoma State. Then we have Bailey Klingler, who is a uh, she shortstop and third base and first kind of like everything. Everywhere. And Fielder from University of Washington. Um, and then Kayla Kowalik, who is catcher from University of Kentucky. And so Sam and Bailey played on Texas Smoke with me. Kayla played on Pride. And um, I just thought they'd be great athletes to not only coach our elite athletes, but also to write programs. Their, you know, their life is kind of like mine, where like softball is a big part of it. So I wanted to find girls who are really passionate about growing the sport and growing the game and being able to provide elite um, instruction over on like a virtual setting. So. Yeah. We brought them in. We filmed. Everyone got, had to write their own programs. Everybody wrote their own specific programs of what they think as a coach um, and someone who's been through the process. What you know, what a pitching program over thirty days would look like. What a catching okay. program. What a program. So everyone wrote that. I wrote the slapping program. And Kayla is also a slapper. She's awesome. She was uh, rookie of the year this past season. And we're gonna be working together to write part two, and then everyone else is gonna write a part to their pro- to their program. Um, but the, the best, best thing about this is like the app per month costs as much as you would pay me for a personal one hour lesson and you okay. get 24 seven access to every single coach. So oh, yeah. go in the app. You have every drill that I filmed my 30 days. It tells you the amount of drills you need to do for each one, how many reps, all of that. You watch the video, you can watch it as many times as you want. You see it, you do it. Cause I'm a visual learner too. So if I mm-hmm. had this at this age, I would set my iPad up and I would be doing this in the cage for myself every day. Oh yeah. The opportunity to get better is just so, is like so much better now that you have like something so like much that. better because even if, yeah, let's say you see a personal hitting coach, you see a personal stopping coach, you can do that stuff with them, but then supplement with this on your own time and yeah. still have the instruction. And so on top of that, there's a little community tab where um, you can actually direct message me, direct message, Sam, Kayla, Bailey, and the biggest thing we found that's been hard is like getting the the players to like actually interact with us and like not yeah. be scared to send stuff. Um, because at the end of the day, like you're paying for us to look yeah. at you, you might as well send a video, you might as well ask a question. Yeah, you take um, initiative to like actually want it. If you like if it's there, yeah. like if, if it's there, like take advantage of it. Exactly. Like you could send me a million videos of you slapping, and I can just and I will be all day there just answering you back. And I think that's the coolest thing is like many coaches don't offer that and like mm-hmm. or they'll have a virtual lesson of 45 minutes but then they don't see your progress until a week two weeks later and a lot of the times they're doing something wrong the whole time or they yeah. don't really really work on what they're supposed to be working on so i just think it's an awesome opportunity and you get access to every single part of the game for 97 dollars. so you yeah, can sign awesome. up for my slapping program but also simultaneously get strength and conditioning infield outfield and pitching if you do it all also, there's workouts including included on subscription too. So, oh, that's Chris, awesome. Chris Kivit is he was an MLB Under Armour strength and conditioning coach. He, I think, he trained with Wes when Wes played. Um, and he wrote specifically wrote the programs, and he's active in the chat all the time. He'll like in the chats too. We don't wait for our players to ask us questions. Like, mm-hmm. if I have a piece of advice, I'll just record myself and I'll send it in the group chat that way everyone can see it. Or 
Coach Chris will be like, hey, guys, here's a workout tip of the week. And he'll give you guys a workout tip or explain a specific move and why we do it. So there's so much that really comes from being a part of it. And honestly, like it's been that's the biggest thing that at Camwood we're trying to uh, just grow that community right now. Yeah, that's that's awesome that you have that one-on-one interaction that you can have with the coaches because like a lot of people like me me as like a, a personal trainer like I'm an online personal trainer as well. So mm-hmm. like like you can buy a workout plan from somebody. Right. right? But that doesn't mean that you're going to get results. It's the accountability and the support that that really helps people actually get the results because you have all mm-hmm. the answers on the internet for free, but you're paying for like the opportunity to talk to you and 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 for them to walk you through or for you to walk them through whatever questions they have, right? Because that's why a lot of people don't don't get results with with anything is they they don't know if they're doing it right. They're they have questions. Um, you know, they watch a video on YouTube or whatever, and they try it. Like, I don't know if I'm doing it right. Oh well, and then maybe it does more do- more damage than good. But having right. that access to the coaches and at a, at the level that you guys are is like a huge opportunity for people. And mm-hmm. like I said, take advantage of it. Like if, if you're paying for this app, like use it for like, what I would mess with you guys to. all day. Like, yeah, exactly. Like do yeah. all the, do all the drills and, and everything. So that's, uh, that's pretty cool that they're, that, uh, they're like venturing into that. Cause I think they just started off doing like a hitting program and a bat. And now I mm-hmm. feel like they're, you guys are doing everything now. Every single aspect. So it's like Camwood Elite. It's not just Camwood Bass anymore. So I think it's really cool to, to see and be able to develop these athletes at every, aspect of the game and you know it's not even just that there's mentality there's mentality coaching too with brandon guyer and his um he has a mindset course so there's literally every every part of it and it just it it makes too much sense you know to <laughs> to really do that. Would you so not? Once, yeah, that's your sales it, it makes too much sense to it makes too much sense y'all and we're right now we're running a th- we're doing a bat speed challenge and we're giving away a free came with bat if you join so it's pretty cool. It's pretty fun stuff over here. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Are you um are you also working with like Valley as well? Or? So I'm an affiliate. Where? I have a few yeah. affiliates that I've been with. I love Valley Training Gloves. Um, I've been working with Dave for a while, yeah. but I have some. So I signed with an agency. Uh, have you heard of the Baseball Bat Bros? Yeah. So they have an agency. I signed with them. Oh, nice. Uh, they're called 3B, and so I work with them, and I have a lot of fun um deals coming up for 2024 some really big one like dream companies that i have coming up working with so be on, can, I spill on the the beans? can i spill beans i did so i already <laughs> signed contracts i'll tell you about the ones i've signed contracts with um i've signed contracts with hit tracks to do some stuff with them i'm working with vook grips i don't know if you've heard of them yeah they yeah we talked with them a little bit they sent us some grips yeah, so I'm actually helping them create our own like fast pitch line, and I'm gonna have AB specific curated created um, grips, which I'm really excited about. Nice. And then yeah, so then I have I haven't finalized any bat glove deals yet. They're in the works though, so I'm not gonna say anything until I finalize <laughs> yeah. that. Um, yeah. Yes. So. We'll see. Just some things. Yeah, I, cool. I don't want to say anything until they're finalized, but no, yeah. I, I get that. That's awesome. That, yeah, you, I feel like you got just so much going on. Like you just posted a uh, video, I think it was C4. Like, C4. Know, just, oh my God, that like, was so funny. Yeah. Where you hit the bat, hit the C4 can off the tee. Yeah. It took me How many like, tries did it take? It only took me like six minutes total. So it was like 20 hits. Oh yeah. 
but honestly that was so hard i was getting so close every time um but yeah c4 i'm just like an affiliate with they have an affiliate program so i still i'm trying to go away from affiliates but there's like an ambassador program that they do pays that pays for like the content that you're doing mm-hmm. um so i think with the focus that I have right now on my YouTube and Cam with Bats, obviously with coaching, um, I am trying to stay away from like a ton of content that's going to take away from me pouring into the long form yeah. that I'm working on. Yeah, there's like a difference between like being an affiliate for somebody and actually being like employed by by someone, Correct. right? So they're like paying you to do this, and if somebody's just sending you free stuff and you're spending all energy on that. Which is- yeah, and I don't really do the free stuff. Like, I mean, like when you first start, it's cool when every company reached out, but I really am keeping like, I, I know it seems like I work with, do a lot of things, but I really, it's like, I am working with companies for all different parts of the game yeah. and I'm finding my long-term people, which is really exciting. Yeah. Um, I even get the opportunity to work with some of these companies. I'm very blessed and excited that I've kind of built my platform to where, you know, I'm able to not only do stuff that I love, but show my passion, grow the game and also make it, you know, this is a job for me. At the end mm-hmm. of the day, I get to do this as a job and it's an opportunity I'm very grateful for. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of how you find out like who your people are, who you actually want to work with is, is, you know, you talk to other brands and you actually find out who you align with and then who, who you, who you vibe with um, rather than just like getting free stuff, which is cool. Like that's, that's the best when you get a message, yeah, especially when nice. you're like starting. When you're starting, you're like, yeah, I'll take whatever it is. Send it. I'll have it. Whatever. Yes. Um, I just get pumped when people are like, hey, can we send you this? Like, yeah. For what? sure. Yeah. I think I had like a ramen company one time reach out. And I was like, I love ramen. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Well, why not? Yeah. I know you just, you just mentioned social media. I feel like even that has doubled since we since we talked last. Yeah, I, think I think you were at like a hundred something when we chatted. I think it was last May or June. I think now you're like 230 or something like that. Like. 240 something yeah it's growing crazy crazy yeah i i just get a few videos that and i just i think it's the consistency it all goes down to consistency and like figuring out what works the instagram platform for me has been the easiest to grow yeah but again like i'm really working on my youtube so anyone listening to this (laughs) go subscribe it's hard hard. to grow i'm almost at a thousand subscribers though so that's milestone number one and then you need to get Four thousand watch hours. Yeah, four thousand watch hours. Then you can start making money. Yeah, um, I know. Um, like I it took me. Like I'm still trying to grow that. Like I think I'm at like twenty, almost twenty thousand subscribers now for YouTube. But it's awesome. like it's like the long game. Like the like yeah. social like with Instagram. Like you can get a couple of videos just pop off easier than they would on on YouTube, and then you get you get a bunch right. of followers. Like yeah, for social media, like you get a couple of videos that that are going at the same time you just see it just come in like so fast like i'll mm-hmm. find that i'll post a couple and they're just going and you're just getting every time you open up your phone it's just like tons of followers and then yeah. you go through a little stint where you're like why isn't anybody following me and it's like, i know i'm trying to push more videos out that way like it's easier for the watch hours to start you know for youtube up. yes i think it's you just pop- about like what you say i was just gonna say how often are you posting on that on youtube i'm trying to do once a week now like long form um, content. Yeah, I, yeah, I've been doing a series where I'm doing day in the life of a specific softball player. So like day in the life of a University of Kentucky softball player I posted. Yeah. Um, right now, working on the editing of day in the life of a GCU softball player. So like that's a series that I want to do. And eventually my dream is to do it for every school. That way girls can see kind of the inside look of 
what a softball player looks like in this school, this school, this school, this division, this division, and see like what they would like and just get yeah. inside. So I'm excited for that. Those videos are fun. I just have to reach out to more people and get to more schools. That's like the hardest part of doing that. Yeah. But you, you, YouTube's a grind. It's uh cause you're making longer videos, whereas like a reel or a TikTok, you you can go film oh, like yeah. 10 minutes. It's like, boom. I can then film like... one and edit on my phone and pop it out so quick. Oh yeah. YouTube. I'm like, I needed to find someone to edit my videos. For I was going to ask you are, you, are you editing your own videos? So I'm only editing my day, what I eat. Like I'm doing some what I eat in a day is as a professional athlete, what I train in a week. Like I'm editing those myself at the moment, but I do have an editor that edits my drill videos and my softball day in the life videos because I want them to be a little more put together. Um, he's really great with just the knowing how to make cool edits and stuff like that. So I'm kind of doing both a little bit here and there. Yeah. And the time it takes edit is like, I'd rather pay somebody and then go try to, <laughs> You know, you got to delegate at some point. That's the most successful, I would say, businesses slash people with YouTube and stuff. All of them yeah. have editors. None of them yeah. have their own. You just, buy your, you just buy your time back, right? There's more, you know, things you can do in the time that you would edit that like you would like income generating activities is kind of what I, I've learned is like, I could rather spend time, you know, that two hours or three hours it takes to edit on doing something else that's going to make me that money that I would have hired somebody to to, to do the editing so it's like you're buying your time back and mm -hmm. um like at first like i i liked editing like i when i first started youtube or social media or anything i had no experience in anything like editing film talking to the cameras mm -hmm. like nothing so i basically learned it all myself and like i there's a point there where i'm like i actually like really love it now i'm just so busy like running two businesses that i'm like i still like it but i like i i'd rather do something else right so right. it's like finding somebody to 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 buy your time back and finding the right person too that has to be like the right fit is important exactly too. they understand like you know they'll still have questions on how how you want stuff but they understand who you are and how you usually edit and then they put that into their work and it flows yeah easily. They're, they're gonna use their creative brains to do things that you wouldn't have thought about like exactly you, you hire somebody to like tell you like how to do it not like you don't hire somebody to be like this is exactly how you do it it's like no you trust them because that's their job and then exactly. they they figure out for you stuff, stuff that you wouldn't even think about. Like um, I started, I just hired an editor for like my personal training business to do all my reels and stuff like that. Cool. And uh, like, I can do it myself, but it just doesn't look as clean. And it's like, and they add like the, the B roll and the flashy light and all that stuff. And it makes it look way cooler. But um, it is, it is, like I said, you, de you delegate your time, you buy your time back so you can do other things that are, that you actually enjoy doing. Right. Exactly. So, sure. um, how was, uh, Cause you did a camp with, with Dave Steinman, right? Love him. He's so I, great. Man, yeah. He's like one of my favorite guys that I talked to. He just like, I, I had him on one of my first podcasts and he just seems like such a genuine, nice guy. And uh, I've been chatting with him. Yeah. I've been chatting with him. Like actually yesterday, we're going to try to, I'm going to try to go there for a camp. Um, but like wanted to know how, how that went with him. Yeah, it was great. He um, So I ran a um, slapping, hitting outfield clinic the other day, and he just helped me get the space. Like he had girls that he coaches that would wanted to work with me or meet me. So he really, he's just awesome. He's like, I just want you to do your thing because people, you know, love what you do. And, you know, just ha like me being able to provide you the opportunity to make it happen is like, he takes pride in that. And he's just yeah. such a great friend. And yeah. 
yeah, he's just awesome. You'll have so much fun when you go there. Yeah, I'm but, excited. Like, yeah, he's been he's been kind of one of the guys that I've probably been like the closest like chatting to since like I kind of started all this. And he just seems like such a such a good guy and I haven't met him in person, but um excited so to kind of play. Yeah. Yeah. He's just like that really awesome, supportive best friend that like anything you need, he's there to help. He wants to see you win just as much as like you want to win yourself and vice yeah. versa. Um, he's just been just a great like he's followed me since I had uh, like less than a thousand followers Yeah, and we've been friends all the way up to, I remember actually one time I called him cause I was in nursing school. I think I had like 5,000 at the time. And we like called, I think we called, I was asking him questions about some stuff and I had him questions about his social media. Cause at the time he had like 111 K I was like, dude, yeah, you're killing you're guy. how'd you do it? Like, tell me, like, I want to learn more. Cause I just, you have to ask and you have to study the people that you want to become oh, yeah. in a sense. You don't want to lose yourself. Like you want to keep, I mean, they say with a lot of it, you, you want to be your own niche, right? Like, yes, there are certain things you can follow pillars of like fitness, of baseball, softball, like there's specific things to follow. But at the end mm. of the day, people are following you for your content and who you are, right? Yeah. So you don't want to lose that. But I called him. I was like, I just need to know like your work ethic. Like, how did you grow your page to this? Because I really admire I, I admire like dedication and work ethic on anything. Like you have to work for what you want. And so he was just like, he's like, I, you know, I think he's a school teacher. Yeah. A physical teacher. Ed. Yeah. I think he's, is he, I don't know what he teaches though. I could be wrong. Uh, I don't know. Remember? I guess we don't know right. him as well as we think we know. Shout out Dave. <laughs> school teacher Dave. Um, I have to <laughs> ask him on that, but um, I know he does that in the daytime. And then he's like, I just, put my phone up during lessons. He goes, and I just make it a point to post every day at 12 o'clock mm. or whatever time he said. And I was like, okay, consistency is what I'm hearing. So I yeah. started to do that. And this is where I am now. I just really started to be consistent after we had that conversation. Yeah. You got to, so. you got to post every day and you got to post value every day. And, and like you said, like success leaves clues. So if you want to be successful, look at the people who are successful in whatever space that they're in. Yes. You, you have to study kinda- it. Yeah. And it's, it's not like copying them. It's just like, oh, this is what they're doing. This is what I'm going to do. And I'm going to be myself doing it. And you just kind of follow, follow their, their lead. Right. So right. Um, yeah, he's a, he's a beauty. Have you done any other camps? Like do you do, are you still doing camps or are you just too busy to kind of do, do a lot of that? So right now I am down in Florida training. So I needed to get into a space where I had good um, facilities to use, good weather. So I'm down here right now doing that, but I'll probably run a few clinics with Bailey here, um, probably over the next month. So they're still going around, but I don't have anything that's like set out for the year of 2024, because to be honest, like my main goal is preparing for season and making sure that my content and my brand is still being built because at the end of the day, yes, I graduated nursing school and became a nurse, but if I don't have to work in the hospital at the moment. I don't really want to. Yeah. So I'm really trying to make it with this. That way, you know, I can build a life for myself and continue to do what I love and share that passion. Yeah. I was going to ask you if like, cause I know you're big on vision and having like vision boards is like, with yeah. like the direction you're on, I imagine like nursing is kind of like not really in that vision anymore because like with oh. the potential of like the things that you're doing, you you can make a living out of this and a good living doing something right. that you actually love and you might, you might like helping people and want to be a nurse, but that's not what you're doing now. Cause I imagine what you're doing now is pretty awesome. So like, yeah. So like, is that kind of not really in the vision so anymore? I have 
I'm doing my continuing education hours. I'm keeping my license active. Um, but in my vision right now, I just want to continue to grow the game of softball. I want to play as long as I'm uh, able to and healthy. And um, yeah, I just like, I'm really passionate about like the content that I do and I enjoy it. Like it doesn't kill me to go to occasion, set up the camera, right? Not only am I getting my work in, but I'm, yeah. you know, helping other people. And so I think at the moment, nursing is back, back burner, but it's not like out of question. So like, let's say, you know, all right, I gotta, I gotta be making more for, to be able to move out or to be able to afford these bills. I would go work a part-time nursing job and then do this also part-time. So, but it's hard because if I'm continuing to try to play, like you can't get a job and then leave after nine months. Yeah. So that's also where I am. We're going to see how much longer I am playing for. And like, if that, you know, really fits into my lifestyle and what I want to do, because, you know, I would love to play for the next five years if I could make that work. So. Yeah, and, that, and, and that's just playing. Like if you think about everything else that you have going on that you could do to like earn a living and, 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 Mm-hmm. and like actually do like with your coaching like you could just just the, the, like how much you've grown probably as a person and out on like online and and just like your overall growth in the last like two years mm-hmm. you just imagine where you're going to be in like five years with Unreal. that like so like Ask- in my mind i don't think you'll ever nurse again i think <laughs> well, i think we'll you'll see, just continue we'll to, to do a catch-up podcast in five years and be like <laughs> where's honor now <laughs> yeah and then we're gonna i'm gonna clip this part and then you're gonna be like yeah i'm never nursing i'm never I, was, yeah. I, have, I have eight million followers and I have all this going on. So <laughs> I also think my um, passion for what I would want to do in nursing has changed a little bit. I think I would, everyone says, get your hospital work so you don't lose your skills. And and there's, I think there is a sense to, and there's something to be said about, you know, the new grad nurses who go in and they get their experience in the hospital. I think that's important. But I think if I was like double doing this and also doing something else, that way I have like two incomes basically I would probably lean more towards like dermatology and or aesthetics. Like I have all my friends that I've been best friends with through my nursing program and all of them are very burnt out already. And they're not even one full year under their belt. Yeah. It's tough. It's It's like, I respect nurses so much because I just, I wouldn't be able to do it. There's no way. I respect all my nurse people. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. My, my wife's a nurse and she's not in the hospital anymore. She, she works like in an office now. So she kind of does like patient stuff. So it's nice. It's nice now. But like when she was in the operating room and, and recovery, it's like, yeah, I respect nurses so much for, for what they do. Um, but kind of jump back on what you're saying. Like, I think like for me, like I, I was in in engineering and then I started doing like Northern baseball training on the side. And then I started doing, um, personal training on the side. And then it kind of opened my eyes to like, what is really possible? Like you can, you can find out how to do anything online and make a living doing it. So like I commend people to like, find what they actually love doing and mm-hmm. find a way to, to earn a living doing that. Cause like with where I'm at with like, now like personal training is like my job. Like I've, I quit my engineering job to do personal training full time and I love it. Like I, I wake up every day. I love what I do. I get to do stuff like this. Like it's just the life you can live just by doing what you actually love doing is the way to do it. And it's possible for anybody. Like I'm not like a professional ball player. Like I'm not, but I, I still, I love baseball. I love fitness. And now I do those two things full time, found a way to make it work. So I think for people, everybody who's like a retired baseball player, like your dream is to play, you know, professional softball, professional baseball, and then you don't make it. 
you know, the reality sets in at some point if you don't make it. A lot of people stop like dreaming and stop setting goals. It's like, okay, I'll just settle for this job and then that's it. And then they live a life, they have kids, they get married, which is all good. And do whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But like find a passion on what you love and and find a way to do that. And you can do it. And like, there's an infinite amount of information on the internet to figure out how to do it. And like, and it's free. I, what I was gonna say is a lot of people like who are in, quote, quote, influencers. I don't like to even say that I'm an influencer. I, I, I don't like that. But I hate people it. who have social media as a job, right? A lot of them start it as a side hustle. Yeah. Almost all of them. So like they do it as a side hustle. I would even say mine was a side hustle because when I started it, I was in nursing school to become a nurse. And I was working in the hospital and I was giving lessons. So yeah. I was doing all of that. And so if you don't start, if something that's like, okay, I'm really passionate about X, Y, Z, but like, there's nothing, I can't make money off it right now. You have to start something of how to generate an income. Yeah. But like there's, I think I was watching a video. I watch and listen to a lot of business podcasts of, Me too. Uh, or YouTube videos on like how to generate income, what to do with your money. Like, yeah. you know, just, I like to learn a lot because there's so much to be, to, to learn. And so a lot of that all can link back to how you can make your passions, your business. And yeah. it's going to take time though. And I think the problem with our society is like, people don't see the results. What a now. They don't see people are results in a week. They don't see it in a month, a year, and then they stop, but it could be a year and a day that you finally start to see results. It could oh, be yeah. a week and a day, but you never know. Um, so I think you just have to follow your heart and like, if it's something you're really passionate about, it shouldn't at the end of the day be something that you're very miserable about. And it could somehow come back around and feed you, feed that energy back into the energy that you're giving out to it. Yeah, so. exactly. And, and it has to start off as a side hustle because obviously you have to make a living. You can't just mm -hmm. go into a, start a business and be like, okay, I'm going to quit my job and do this because it's not going to work. <laughs> you got to mm -hmm. start off as a side hustle. And and like and like when I, when I started the YouTube channel, which I had like, no subscribers i think our instagram was at like like it was just basically people we knew in, in prince george like that's how it started mm -hmm. and i did it on the side i'd wake up at um because it's not a full-time job i'd wake up at uh at 3 30 in the morning i'd record a youtube video the next day and then i'd go to work next day i'd, I'd wake up at 3 30 i'd edit it and then i'd post it and then it would just i would just do that every week for awesome. for years and then um same with personal training like i would wake up super early, record videos, edit them, post them. And then after a year of doing the personal training on, on the side, I quit my job to do it full time. And, but, it, but I wouldn't have been able to do that if I wouldn't have like started on the side. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people are like, oh, I just can't do it. Like, I just can't do it because I have a full time job. It's like, well, you know, you have 168 hours in the week. Like take yeah. an hour of that, wake up an hour earlier, put that hour towards your side hustle. And then after a year, that's 365 hours that you dedicated to whatever your side hustle is. And mm -hmm. then maybe, maybe it takes two years, but yep. that two years is going to pass anyways. So you might as well be like working towards something that could be your life. Cause like right now, like you too, like I'm living the dream. Like mm -hmm. I, like I get Truly. to, I get to work from home. I get to help people. Like this is like, my job and I, and I liked my job before. Like I, I liked my boss. I liked my company was good, but now but you're like, not working for yourself. You're not working for yourself and you can do whatever you want with your time. When you're working exactly. under somebody else, you have to be somewhere a specific time clock yeah. in, do this work for them, get it done. Boom. But now you choose the work that you want to do. You choose the people that you're working with. Like you take on those things as a boss in itself. And I think that is kind of empowering when you, when you look at it that way. Yeah. It's like the entrepreneurial like mindset of like, you know, 
making your own hours and, and, and working for yourself. Not the, not like the nine to five mindset where it's like, okay, I gotta be here. I gotta do this. I gotta do that. Whereas like mm-hmm. now is like, uh, an entrepreneur business owner. Now I feel like I work way more, but I like it. Like I'm and still up really at four. Very rewarding. <laughs> yeah. Like I still, I still get up at four o'clock every day. I work straight until four o'clock when I pick up my son every single day, but I love it. Like I don't, like when my alarm goes off, it's not like, Oh, another day, it's Monday, whatever. After I'm just like, boom, coffee, let's get to work. And like, I, I'm excited about it. And I think like people need to, to get to that point on whatever, figure out what you love. Like if you love baseball, yeah. if you love golf, if you like this, like do that on the side, figure out how to make an, I'm making money doing it and like follow your dreams. Like I know it's like super cliche, but like it, you're never too old to to follow your dreams. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't, I didn't start, I didn't start like Northern baseball training until I was 32 and um, I'm 38 now. But like if most people at 32 are like, this is my life, this is my job, you know, that's you're just complacent. Yeah. I mean, I look at it too as like, even if you're in your thirties, even if you're in your forties, 50, whatever it is, like, you still have time. You have so oh, yeah. much time. Like, what are you going to do to sit around for the next 40 years, 50 years? Just not. I just look at it as a challenge. Of like, okay, this is something new. Like, you don't know if it can change your life or not. But if you love it, like, what's the point of not? Like, there, you don't lose anything from the trying. The time's going to pass anyways. Correct. So you might as well just do something that you never know if this is going to, what path this is going to take you on. But if you enjoy it, it's like, it makes no sense to not do it. Like, you're only doing yourself a disservice at that point in my opinion yeah and like a couple things i want to touch on there's like there's a lot of like celebrities that didn't start whatever they did until they were in their 30s or 40s or 50s and then they just you know you grind for a couple years and overnight successes might have been an overnight success but they worked for however many years to get there and you just didn't know them until that one thing that they did but a lot of them didn't start until (laughs) what's that and the overnight people that are still like relevant they've stayed consistent after that oh yeah it's like they're successful and it's like boom 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 right yeah one thing i want to touch on too is like when he said like influencer like i hate that too like my my brother and my wife like like bust my balls about it all the time (laughs) like he's an influencer i hate it like i hate it i'm like there's there's like a difference between like an influencer and like a coach because i feel like we're like coaches so influencers i feel like Post on social I media for them. The line. I would definitely tune the line because I like I do coaching content, but I do other stuff too. So yeah. I would say I teeter the influencer line, but I get it because it's like I'm not trying to sit here and be like, "Hey, this, 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 this." But there are products that I use every day, and I work with them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah, different. I guess you got to figure out what's the definition of influencer and what's the definition of coach. But I feel like like quote unquote influencers post on social media for them, I feel like and coaches and, and like kind of what we're doing, we're doing to like help people. So there is a difference. So like, I just don't like influencer. And I hate like, I know. Well, because you're not really, sh- you're trying, I mean, it can, you're influencing people. I think, so I guess you could you're influencing people that. in a positive way. But I feel like when people say influencer, sometimes they just think like someone who just is only on their phone. And you know, it's, I just think Taking, there's a difference. You can use social media for a job and you can, can be influencing positively because every part of social media has an influence, whether it's negative or positive or neutral. But um, I think that we can look at it in a good light of like, not only are we influencing the, the softball baseball world of like coaching, but at least for my side, like I'm making, you know, people go on their phones to scroll social media and, and consume. Right. So yeah. 
the content I make or like the brands that I work with, like the content I'm putting out there is for enjoyment sometimes. Like it's not just for coaching specific drill yeah. purposes. So if you want to call it influencing, whatever, but just a couple influencers. Just, just a couple the, people on the camera, a- man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just like I like it's funny because like I never in a million years would have expected myself to be doing anything like this, like putting myself on camera or having like any kind of following at all. And then it just, you know, life kind of just sends you in different directions and, and you end up somewhere you don't expect it to be, but it's, it's way better than what I was doing before. So right, it is, I'll take it. I'll take the influence, influence take of it. life. If it's uh, better than what I was doing before. So, mm-hmm. well, I think, uh, I think we're at about an hour or so. I just want to say Ooh. thanks again for doing this. I appreciate Absolutely. you doing this again. I know you're super busy with like, we just talked about all the million things you got going on. So it's, I'm blessed though. I appreciate you having me and it's always fun to to catch up and have people see kind of, you know, I live a normal life. I'm just grinding person. and have dreams that I'm trying to, to achieve. So it's nice to be able to talk about it and just be open and honest. So I appreciate your time. Cool. Well, uh, thanks again. And we'll definitely have to do part three eventually in a couple of years. Part three and- <laughs> in five years online when I'm not a nurse. <laughs> yeah. When you're not a nurse, we'll, we'll just make sure that you're not. But uh, yeah, th- <laughs> thanks like again for doing this. What's Absolutely. That? I say we'll have to double check just to make sure she's still on the right path. <laughs> yeah, I'll make sure that you, you don't that you stay on this path. But uh, yeah, thanks again. Thanks for having me. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you guys like the episode, please take a screenshot and share it to your social media and tag me so I know who's listening. And while you're at it, if you guys did like the episode, please share it with a friend. That is the only way that this podcast is going to grow is if you share it out.